Hello, 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 and welcome to Bry Radio on this very fine Wednesday afternoon. It's a bit of a cold one today, but I can definitely tell that it's getting warmer. Today, I have a very special guest joining me. Can you introduce yourself? With pleasure. Yes, it's Mr. Nicholson here, um, and it's my second time on the radio. But there's been a f- gap of a few years, so Ooh, you know. Okay. Let's see how it goes. Yeah, well, of course, you're joining me today, Zan Bird, um, here in the studio, the wonderful studio. Feels so homely. It's a wonderful place. So lovely. Yeah, great setup you got here. And of course, there's a premise to today's talk, and it's about um, LGBTQ plus History Month. And we're doing a, a special show for this. So whether you're listening to this live or whether you're listening to it recorded, um, it's the 1st of February today. Um, January's gone way too fast, though, hasn't it? I don't know. I think it's gone slowly. January's Ooh, like a okay. month that never ends. Oh, OK. Um, I felt like it went too fast. You must have been having a good good month. Yeah. Time flies when you're having fun. Yeah, you know, it was a pretty good month. <laughs> yeah. So... Can you possibly explain to us a little bit about the premise of LGBTQ Plus History Month? With pleasure. So the idea of having a month um, devoted to LGBT, LGBT Plus history is to really um, focus in on those individuals that have um, made particular contributions um, and may have been somewhat overlooked in, in history generally. Yeah. Um, and that are particularly notable um, for um, LGBT plus issues. So whether that's um, being involved in, in protesting um, or being involved in things that are just groundbreaking and don't have connection to anything to do with gay rights, but are, you know, fantastic contributions to society. Yeah. Um, so it, it's all about shining the light on maybe people that have been overlooked and making people in the school community aware that these people are out there. Yeah. Um, so it's a celebration. Yeah, well, sounds amazing and perfect, and a perfect fit for a show on Bry Radio, of course. So, oh, there, there goes the band being loud. Good bass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, the premise of today's show is that we're going to ask each other some questions, which we, which we have. Um, these have been pre-prepared, so we have looked at them a little bit. Um, although, I'm going to be honest with you, I haven't looked at mine nearly as much as I probably should have. Um, so it might be still a little bit on the spot. That's good, a bit of spontaneity is always yeah. fun. But um, I'm, I'm going to go first. So, my first question to you is, once I find it, <laughs> as a teacher, how has your responsibility to stop anti-LGBT messages changed over the years? That's a really interesting question. So um, I won't tell you on a full history tour, but um, uh, if you take teaching back to the 90s, which is prior to my teaching career, it's actually, uh, which may surprise you or not, um, (laughs) up until mid-90s, it was actually illegal, I I believe, to... Uh, to talk about homosexuality in schools as a teacher. Yes. Okay? And so there's really not that much time that's changed since then. Um, so since then, that changed, that clause was revoked, um, scrapped. And so in terms of my own teaching career, I've been teaching for about 10 years. Um, my responsibilities, um, I suppose, have always been there. Um, we have teacher standards, and part of yeah. that is teachers treating everybody with respect um, having said that I think 
I like to think that there's been a wider cultural shift towards a more uh, inclusive society in relation yeah. to LGBT plus rights. Um, there's more people talking about it. Um, and with that, as a teacher, I think I've become more aware of my responsibilities. There's also the sense that when you start any job, you are thinking about lots of things. A yeah. little bit like driving a car, you know? <laughs> You're driving a car, you think, I need to you know, turn left with the indicator, and you stop thinking about changing gears. There's lots to think about, yeah. but if you're it for a little while, you think, actually, that is a very serious responsibility. And uh, particularly in my case, the work that I've been doing with the school it's now right at the forefront of my consciousness. Yeah. What I want to do in the classroom. Yeah. Well, I think that was a, that was a perfect explanation well, there. Thank you very much, Sandra. Yeah. You're making me feel at home. Ah, <laughs> oh, of course. That's the point of Bright Radio. <laughs> of course, making all of our listeners feeling at home as well. And of course, if our listeners ever wish to get in contact with us, of course, this show is being recorded. But if they wish to get in contact with us, they can text in at double six triple seven, starting their message with Bright, and they can get in contact with us. I hope they do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so shall I go next? Yes. Okay, so um, I wanted to ask you what your experience of being bi uh, in Bryanston and in the UK generally yep. is today. What, what's that experience like for you? Well, that, that, that's, that's a great question. And it's, um, I don't know, it's one which I, I feel a lot of people are scared to ask a lot of the time. But th- there's, no, there's no reason to be. Um, because it's not, like, too personal or anything like that. Um, I have to say that the experience, um, let's start within the school. People often look at it too much as a society sense when we come to school. In school, you get school behaviour, okay? And I have to say, most of the things which have come from school have been, uh, I'm sure you experienced when you were younger in school, people going, oh, you have a crush on them, or you're dating them, and starting all those rumours. Presently, me, being bi, it's just doubled. <laughs> that, that that's all that's happened. Um, yeah, I mean it's it, it's quite funny. Um, so so what, you've experienced a lot of gossip. You, yeah, you yeah, yeah, a lot of gossip. Center of yeah, um, speculation. Yeah, um, and I've got to say the the comments within school. I've I've never really had any negative comments um, come my way, which I have to say, absolutely great. I I really appreciate that. Um, and you know, I think if I'd taken that maybe. 10, 20 years ago if I was at school then maybe I would have experienced uh, a few comments um, maybe derogatory comments towards myself but now I have to say it's fairly good uh, it's looking, really good to hear. Yeah, looking wider at the UK um, of course there's always a little bit of uncertainty because you know it's always there's always people online going oh yes you know that's good that's bad um, but I have to say generally within the UK I feel very safe um, and I say that's, a, that's a great stance to be in yeah. um, and I know many other people like myself who also feel quite safe um, and so it's, it's a great position to be in where you know we can hold pride events and there's, there's no major risk of any harm coming out of it sure there is a few instances of that happening but they're so minor um, that we have to pay attention to them and we have to try and learn from them but they're not something to stop us. Got it. Yeah, yeah. that's great. That's good to hear. And, um, yeah, good reflections on society generally. Yeah. Uh, and also in the school context. Yeah. So, my Ready next question. Ready for the next question? Yeah. Okay. 
As an important part of the EDI here at Bryanston, how has it progressed? Uh, right, so I just want to start by very briefly just explaining what EDI is. Yep, Not sure. everyone m- might know, so it stands for uh, equity, uh, or sometimes it's the people say equality, um, diversity and inclusion. Cool. And so what we're looking to do is to make sure that everybody feels um, that they are welcome here at Brownston, in a nutshell. Yeah. And everyone feels like um, they are equally valued and any kind of barriers that um, might otherwise be there, we, we, wanna, we want that to be gone. So we want everyone to feel um, at home, like fully at home. Here. Yeah, um, I have to say, I think that job's being done very well. Good. Well, yeah. thank you, Xander. You're good at this. You're good at the praise. I'm feeling great right now. Um, so, uh, how has it progressed? So, I've been only really officially doing EDI stuff um, this year, but yep. previously, last year, we did quite a few events with an organisation with uh, called Bold Voices. Who yes. Came in. Yes. And um, so there was a focus on um, gender discrimination and. Um, we had some really good conversations throughout the year groups, um, not just in Bryanston, but also in local schools, like with the Blandford School yeah. and junior schools in the Blandford Schools Network. Um, and so I thought that was a, a great step forward in yeah. terms of uh, what we talked about there. Um, currently, on, on this particular theme with um, the LGBT plus history month, uh, the school is working with an organisation called Educate and Celebrate, um, and it's just uh, supporting us with uh, our aim to be as inclusive a place as possible and uh, a, a, an aim to celebrate um, people of all different sexualities. Yeah. Um, and so some of the stuff that is involved with that is um, you will see throughout this month, you're going to see um, some time in house assemblies devoted to talking about different people who've been notable throughout history. Yeah, um, and um, we're also uh, thinking about in lessons how we might explore these kind of things across the curriculum, um, and then we're also thinking about uh, later in the year uh, how do we best mark Pride because I think Pride last yes. year was fantastic. Yeah, there was a whole school assembly and we really embraced it. Yeah, so proud, how do we build on that? Of that? Yeah, <laughs> and and just and just finally on the EDI front, um, I think. You know, the, the Black History Month assembly, which we saw with uh, yes. students speaking, I found that incredibly powerful, and that was a yes. that was a brilliant thing to see the students doing, and so that was progress. Yeah, you know, that was a really positive thing. So absolutely, um, there's lots of initiatives. Um, there's always more to be done, um, yeah. and so it's something we're doing. We're also, you know, as a teaching staff looking for it to be a conversation so any feedback that students have you know, we we really value that yeah yeah do, do you find that you get much feedback we get feedback from people that have said that they're interested in it so we have like a group that meets for edi i also just want to give a quick plug to the lgbt plus group that meets once per week mm-hmm. um which is open to anybody that has an interest in uh, anything related um, and there might be students listening that think I'd quite like to go to that Yeah. Um, and I just want to say they're very welcome to do so, there's no Absolutely. need to contact me in advance um, you can just turn up 
um, that, that you know it's completely up to you um, if you want to do that um, and it's 6.30 on a Wednesday in Betjeman on the English Corridor Lovely. Um, so that's another good way that I get feedback by talking yeah. to the people that come along to that group. Yeah, I've, I've been to that a few times, and I have to say it's um, it's just like a little social club. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's a yeah. good atmosphere. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's me next. It's, it, it's you next. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> we're going to talk uh, briefly about coming out. Yes. Okay. So the question is, uh, what kind of things might a person who is um, lesbian, gay, bisexual, or trans, go through when coming out. So, um, so it's, it's a really wide range of things mm. um, which someone who who's coming out can go through, um, and often it depends on situation um, and who they're coming out to. So, um, if you're coming out to your parents or to your friends, it's, it's very different situations, and you have to. Um, often take a different approach to it um, so people who come out to their parents often it can feel quite scary um, because you know you always hear of the absolute horror stories of like people getting disowned um, or things like that and I have to say a clear majority of the time nothing bad happens <laughs> um, yeah in, in fact I'd almost say that in nearly every single case um, happening around now People will be accepting, <laughs> which is which is nice. Um, I mean, when I came out to to my parents, it was just a normal conversation, and they were just like, "Yeah, cool. What's for dinner?" Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and you know that, that that's great if, if it can be like that. Um, some people prefer to have more of a kind of sit-down meeting, and it all depends how you wish to do it. Some people prefer to do it in a, in a more funny way, in a, in, in a joking kind of gesture way. Um, and other people, if they're unsure about how their parents will react, they kind of put it in a situation where they could withdraw it. Okay. Um, and then to, 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 uh, to, to friends, um, often... Especially once you reach kind of like um, my age, and you kind of head, you're you're up in your senior school, your your friends will will be the kind of people who you've known them for so long they'd understand. Okay. Um, and yeah, you know that of course there's there's always you, when you're coming out there's always going to be uncertainty. Um, there's going to be a lot of factors going going through someone's head. Um, Got a lot of nerves as well. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's just massive. Think of it like stage fright times a thousand. Yeah. Because this is this is not just all an embarrassment moment on stage. This is your life. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I have to say, the majority of the time, it isn't as bad as you think it's going to be. Okay. I'm just going to piggyback my next question on to that okay, one. Okay, absolutely. They are related, which yeah. is um, to ask in your experience. And obviously what you're talking about is specific to, to you and everyone yeah. has different experiences so it's worth saying that I think but um, with your own experience have you got any advice that you would take from that that you would offer to somebody that is um, thinking that they might come out yep um, so be kind of methodical in your approach you'll kind of have a rough idea at, um, whoever you're coming out to you'll, you should have a kind of rough idea of how they'll react I know if you think that it might put you in danger or something like that. Don't 
bother risking it for the moment. And you know, people's attitudes do change. We, we see we see them change all the time. Um, so, it, it, of course, it's it's a big step to take, and never ever feel like you should be forced to come out. You know, it's it's a very big step in someone's life um, to do that. Right. So, don't feel forced, and because w- when you start getting forced, you begin to overthink, you begin to make mistakes, and then people might start might, might start questioning you about it, and that's a situation which you don't want to really land yourself in. Okay. Um, you want to be the one making um, the proposition. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be asked the question, really. Um, it definitely puts you in a, in a better position. Um, and I have to say, I always say be honest about everything, but you can lie sometimes if someone asks you. <laughs> um, if someone asks you, oh, uh, are, are you gay? Are you trans? You know, feel as though you have that power within you to, to go, hang on a second, I'm not ready to come out just yet. No. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, that's your that's your personal choice as to yeah. when you decide to come out. Absolutely. It's a decision that, that you're going to make personal choice. rather than feeling yeah. pressured into it. Yeah. That strikes me as very good advice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so yeah. what's next? So, my oh, I guess this is my second question to you because you you snuck in yeah, too there. Bit cheeky, <laughs> bit cheeky. Got Actually, no, no, this is my third. To be fair, okay. What is your opinion on restricting political messages in sport? For example, um, Lewis Hamilton, Sebastian Vettel, last season in Formula One, um, did quite a show of um, gay pride in different countries where people's rights are impacted and so for example Sebastian Vettel wore a rainbow t-shirt with say uh, uh, something love on it might be one love something like that Mm -hmm. Um, written on it in Hungary Um, and then Lewis Hamilton wore a gay pride helmet um, in a lot of the Arabic country uh, yeah countries Um, and towards this season the FIA announced that you know we're trying to restrict political statements um, so what is your opinion on that kind of spreading throughout sport my opinion is that um, freedom of speech and freedom of expression is a, a crucial thing a crucial part of society yep. and so I'm very much in favour of that um, I think some people may have an issue with uh, someone such as Lewis Hamilton using their platform they may see that as being yep. kind of in, an influential uh, position that they're in um, but I would say Lewis Hamilton has earned that position he's earned the, yeah. the, by being a dedicated and exceedingly talented driver so yeah. he's living his life he's achieving tremendous things um, why should we seek to restrict you know his, his freedom of expression my view is that um, you know the only time I would question freedom of expression is when it's something that's seeking to shame or or you know it is an example of hate yeah. speech well I think that's quite different but yeah. in terms of celebrating a cause celebrating a message um, I'm in favour of that it's just yeah, my, my personal view I, I, I don't see an issue with it I can understand the controversy of being in a different country where there's different beliefs but I don't yeah. think an individual should have to subscribe to the beliefs of 
um, a government if that's not the belief that, that they hold. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's very interesting um, how they decided to do their messages last season because it wasn't a very, you know, this country is bad because it's doing this. It's very much this country could be better by doing this. You know, it was a lot more kind of, I guess, it, from a from a teacher standpoint, positive reinforcement, um, um, posi- positive feedback and stuff like that. Um, and the the kind of claims which people have had is, you know, oh, I turn on my TV to watch Formula One, right. no, not not to watch political statements. However, I have to say, when you're watching Formula One during the race, no political statements are being made. Mm-hmm. It's in interviews and it's things like that pre-race warm-up and stuff like that. So it's not actually impacting the racing. Um, I would agree with that. And also, you know, just because you don't agree with a political statement, yeah. uh, you know, you, you, people should be able to understand that there's a we, different views that people hold. Yeah, we hear a lot of things that we don't agree with every day. Yeah, and Absolutely. I think uh, and it's being ours. able to disagree in a civilised manner, that, yeah. that's a mark of it's uh, our responsibility. It's working well. It's our responsibility to go, hey, I don't agree with that, but that's your opinion. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, of course, unless we get into the realm of hate, hate speech, in mm. which case it's a bit like, hey, um, maybe don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> Definitely don't. Yeah. Definitely don't. Definitely don't. <laughs> okay. So I'll go with my next question. Okay. Okay, which is, what is the point of pride? You know, so what people is say, the point of pride? Why, why have this celebration? You know, yeah. You know, why have a month for it? You know, yeah, it's it's a very interesting thing. And one thing which, um, because I've been asked this question by various family members just inquiring about into it, and it's it's a very interesting way which I put this, which makes people kind of frown a bit at the, at the beginning until they realise what I've said. The point of pride is to not need pride. Okay. I, 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 at which point, is that when they're frowning, when you say that? Yeah. Okay, and then tell me when the frown <laughs> turns upside down, Yeah. Yeah. As you go um, through yeah. The point of pride is to is to highlight the inclusivity in society and where we want to push it um, to the point that we no longer need to tell people about it because it's automatically done. That's the point where the they smile kicking in. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I know. So it, I guess I'd say my own take is a very interesting take to put it like that, but it would be great if we if we didn't need stuff like Pride of course like History Month and stuff like that and mm-hmm. celebrating achievements still very much needed yeah. um, but if we don't have to push for you know more inclusivity in um, a law sense more inclusivity in a societal sense um, all around the world if we no longer have to push for that because it's great everywhere then that is an absolute win <laughs> of course yeah, yeah. Um, and of course, pride is also a celebration of how far people have come, mm-hmm. um, how far the community ha- has come. Um, how, of course, from the Stonewall riots, um, from before that, um, and especially, of course, there's been massive changes over the past 20, 30 years in terms of inclusivity with yeah. a lot of gay marriage acts being passed. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's great that we able to celebrate that and you know often you'll see um, gay pride um, parades um, 
which are absolutely great events. And I have to say, it's not just limited um, to LGBTQ uh, community members to go to those. Right. You, you can go to those if, if, if you're not. As right. long as, and of course, many yeah. people that wouldn't um, say they were gay do go to those yeah. events and um, have a fantastic time. Yeah, because the whole point about it is it's inclusive. Yeah. Um, and, of course... If you're going there, of course, just act like a normal person. Be respectful. Of course, don't ask the super intrusive questions. Act like a normal person because it's a normal thing to do. Um, and you know, they're great to go along to. There's always loads of music. And, of course, the number one thing is it's super colourful. Right. Okay. <laughs> so they're definitely smiling by this point. Yeah. yeah. You've painted oh, the picture yeah, absolutely. of the party. Absolutely. Everyone's ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's at, it's at that point where, where usually whoever I'm talking to, you know, they've gone, actually, yeah, that, that, that was educational. I thought that was going a different route, but he saved it. <laughs> he saved it. <laughs> okay, great. Fantastic. Um, yeah. Um, I suppose we won't do question four. We'll do question five. Okay. Um, so, big Big question. Massive question. Okay. Okay, I'm feeling a bit of pressure now. Expand to a global scale with your minds. Have you done that? I mean, I'm always there. Okay. I'm always global scale. You know me. Big picture. Yeah, big picture. So what is the next step to ensuring a fair society, in your opinion? I mean, that is a difficult one. Yeah, it's a massive question. Society is big. Society Um, is big. And tricky to come up with, you know overarching concepts but let's try it anyway so yeah. one bright radio so yeah i think um as much as possible providing people with equality of opportunity yes is, is a fundamentally important thing i think also offering people support when they need it you know the availability of support when they need it is important you know people go through difficult times in their life and um, some some structure by which they can be helped at those difficult times is really important. Yes, and, uh, you know, and it's, it's, that's that's not always there. Um, I think it's um, a difficult fair question. Is, okay, fair society. So yeah, equality of opportunities, support for people. Um, I think people need to feel that they're listened to and that their views are valued. So any, and I, and I, I get that this is a general point rather than being very specific, but I think mechanisms by which people can feel heard and have their views represented, um, that is something that's valuable. That's something that... that everyone or countries around the world I think should strive towards because I think all countries have people that feel on the margins and, and you know yeah. can be viewed as being on the margins those people might be a bit more vulnerable and I think how society helps those people is a good indication of, of how fair that society is Yeah. Um, so that's oh, giving you f- I've given you a few steps there yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. So when I become so prime minister, I'll, I'll do all that. Just remember, remember where you heard it, though. Yeah. Okay? You're gonna give me credit in your yeah. um, outside of the, the yeah. you know, number ten speech. Yeah. Okay. And um, make sure to 
Uh, and in my final thing as Prime Minister, please make sure that you go and listen to Pride Radio, specifically the interview which took place on the 1st of February 2023. <laughs> yeah, I think you should. Yeah, yeah that'll be the yeah, clincher. Cool. That'll, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that'll get all the press talking. Exactly. Yeah. That'll get the viewing figures up as well. Absolutely. But not the listening figures, sorry. <laughs> no, not that yeah. we need the boost. No, absolutely not. If that happens, then... And then, then I'll invite you into number 10. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, I look ha- forward have, to it. Have cheese sandwiches what, what kind of year <laughs> what kind of year are we thinking um, what year am I aiming for um, I'm aiming for 20 years time uh, 20 years time you know what? I'm, I'm going to be a young prime minister mm-hmm. I'm aiming for 2035 okay going to be 28 okay and prime minister well good luck I think you can do better than cheese sandwiches though that's uh, yeah that's a bit basic yeah, I'll just have my own piece. At least put some chutney on there, okay? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Um, Final question for me? Question. I've got okay. one more question for you, Xander, okay? Okay, I'm ready. I'm, once, let me prepare myself. Okay, cool, I'm okay, there. You're in the I'm there, I'm there. This term ally, people may have heard before. Yes. Okay, and so I was hoping you could explain what is meant by that term and also how people can be helpful allies. So, yes, the term ally. I think it's definitely a term which has come up more in the past few years. Um, and, yeah, it, it's, um, it, it's, it, it's a nice term. It's a nice term. You, you know, the meaning of it in the, in the English dictionary is yeah. very similar to the meaning of it of how we mean it. Okay. Um, you know, it's being, it's being helpful. You know, um, it's... I guess the great way to be an ally is to check, okay? And by check, I mean check what you're saying. Sometimes check if it's uh, offensive or could be offensive towards people. Check maybe what your friends and family are saying, okay? Don't be confrontational uh, about it, but be educational. Um, And also check in on how... LGBTQ plus people are feeling, um, you know, and that's not going up to them every five minutes and be like, "Hey, how are you? Are you, <laughs> you okay? You okay?" Um, yeah. No, it's maybe during difficult times of the year for them. Maybe you know that it's like the third anniversary since they've come out, or maybe there's a particularly harsh news story coming out at the moment. Check in on how they're doing, mm-hmm. because you know, I guess the super easy way to understand it. Let's say you had a favorite singer. Okay, okay. Yeah. and this favourite singer uh, ended up tragically dying. People might check in on you and go, "We know you quite like this person. Um, are you okay?" Right. It's a bit like that because you know um, when we see like um, um, LGBTQ plus idols like I- in the news um, dying, it's 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 much the same way because we feel more of a personal connection with them. Um, so I, I struggle to think of many examples recently, um, <laughs> but then again, it is quarter past nine on Wednesday night. <laughs> Not exactly firing on on all cylinders, um, but yeah, being a, being a great ally is not going against and going with. Um, and like I said, just do do the checks. <laughs> yeah, you know, sure. I, I might I might actually have to turn that into a, a, a document. Check 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 stuff like that. Okay. Turn into a checklist. Turn into a checklist. <laughs> yeah. a mental checklist. Yeah, a mental yeah. checklist. 
Doesn't need to be a paper document. No. Nope. Just an awareness. And, and, uh, unless, unless you feel like sen- you need a paper document. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm okay. <laughs> so a sensitivity and, um, yeah. and a sort of... Um, Compassion. Yeah. Um, empathy, friendship. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know... You know, you know, there's certain things around certain friend. Uh, there's certain things that around certain people you can't um, that you have to be careful about speaking about. Um, okay, whether it's like let's say they have, I don't know. If we take it down to a very basic scale, you can't talk about wasps around someone with a fear of wasps. Can you? you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Shouldn't do it. Okay, if you're a good person, you shouldn't do It'd it. Be mean. And yeah. potentially harmful to yes. talk about. Would it? So yeah, it could. Okay, so the same so then, sort of thing. So yeah, applies. They, they, you know, then you be need... careful what you say. So, yeah. Be careful how be careful, you say it. Yeah, be careful what you say. But then that applies to the kind of like the whole of society. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, can I just get into that? Because yeah, you said be careful. But can we draw a distinction yeah. because I think some people think yeah. they have to be super careful and they're almost yeah. scared. They don't know what to say. Yeah. Yeah, how would is, you? That is, what would you say to that? that? Is, um, so yeah, it's not necessarily being careful, it's being considerate. That's how I put it. Okay, I like that. Yeah, replace a C with a C. Okay. Yeah. It's a useful distinction, I think. Yeah. So be considerate, okay? Because um you know, people uh, some people are more sensitive to some things than others. People have certain beliefs about certain things. For sure. Um and I guess the the easiest way to be considerate is don't just have that consideration in mind. So let's say this person with a fear of wasps is has, has left the room. Mm-hmm. I might, to make it easier for myself, to make sure that I don't speak about wasps in front of that person, I might just not speak about wasps that often. Okay. You know, it makes it easier for me, doesn't it? Right. Because then I don't have to think necessarily that around that person. So if you're generally being considerate all of the time, then it makes your life a lot easier. Because you don't have to act in a certain way around certain people. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm also thinking about wasps. (laughs) <laughs> which is which I didn't oh, expect dear. to do. Well, you know why I talk about wasps? No, it's fine. You know, um, why do you talk, why do you talk about wasps? On on Monday, um, I, I I put on these shoes in the morning, and it turns out there was a wasp in one of them. And did it sting you? Um, it took about an hour. Um, I it seemed maybe it was like dying or something. So these wasps are invincible these days. Yeah, I mean we're um, into like January now. This is deep winter. Yeah, the wasps are still going. Yeah, so, so it was in my shoe, right. and I was I was having a music tech lesson. And I kind of felt this thing roll under my under uh, under my toe, and I was like, "Oh, w- what is that? Maybe I can identify it using my foot." Um, so I, w- I wouldn't recommend that. <laughs> yeah, you know, so, so I, I would recommend identify with your eyes. Yeah, so, so identify with your foot. Bad things can happen. Yeah. So I pressed down on it, <laughs> um, and I was like, "That really hurts. That's going to be a thumbtack or something." Um, and then it started like burning, and I was like, "That is a really painful thumbtack." Yeah. Um, and then I thought nothing of it. Because um, you're like, oh, this is really painful. Like, I'm close to crying here. Right. Um, and then I, I walked outside <laughs> and, you know, I, I, I saw one of my mates and I stopped thinking about it. And then it crawled on top of my foot and stung one of my other toes. Oh, my goodness. Um, and at that point, I was like, this was yeah, I, I, I need to sort this out. Yeah, yeah. And there I was, taking off taking off my shoe in front of Art, one of my mates laughing, going, oh, come on, Zander, it's, it's not that bad. And I shook it out and then a wasp fell on the ground and I was like, that explains it. Mm. 
Yeah, so maybe don't talk about wasps around me anymore because I have a fear of them. Okay, well, p- <laughs> be, uh, take note. People yeah, be, of Bryanston, you've yeah, heard it on Bry Radio. Be considerate. No wasp chat. No wasp chat. Okay. <laughs> Although, actually, the stings didn't hurt as much as I thought they would. That's my first time I've been stung, so... Oh, I mean, that's probably because it's a January wasp. Like, you yeah. should try stepping on one barefoot in August when they're angry... That's terrible pain. Does that? That's a really bad pain. I, have, have you experienced that by any chance? I have experienced it. Yeah, I thought I was you were running might have. in the garden, you know, gleefully, um, and then split seconds later, I was in agony. I was in agony, and you know, running upstairs, trying to find someone to give me a hug. Yeah. Bad times. I was about seven. Oh. Still remember it as if it was yesterday. Yeah. But it's okay. I'm it's okay. Done. It's I okay. healed. You're fine now. Yeah. We're fine. Yeah. We're all fine. <laughs> well, <laughs> that wraps up a, um, a slightly gone off topic um, chat about um, LGBT uh, History Month. Um, of course, m- you can listen to any more of our shows at any time on the Bry Radio app or at uh, com. I think, maybe. Oh. Sounds right. Yeah, it sounds right. Of course, you can always get in contact with us by texting at double six triple seven, starting your message with Brian, or calling us at zero triple three triple five two triple five. That's zero triple three triple five two triple five. I'm getting rather good at this. Yeah. Well, I have to say a big thank you for joining me here today on My today's pleasure. show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's I been really great to have you. It. Yeah. yeah. I think we'll have to bring you back on at some point. You're a natural here. Name the date. I'll be there. You can uh, bring me a cheese sandwich then, in fact. Okay, yeah? I'll, I'll bring you a cheese sandwich. Okay, that's the deal. With a bit of, is it chutney that you wanted? If possible, yeah. Okay, that's sure. My, that's my rider. That's my pre-contractual term, okay? Okay, I'll get it sorted out. Fantastic, I look forward to that. Cool, thank you. Thanks, Xander.